What's up? Jay Nolan here, and man, we got a great subject we're going to talk about today. Equality. It takes guts. Equality. It takes guts. So we got to make sure that we understand and come to grips with the word equality, what that means. You know, to be able to have an equal opportunity. And so what I want to do with this particular platform of what I would call social responsibility, I think we all have a social responsibility um, to make a difference in the world. I don't think your life has a complete meaning or you don't have a fulfillment inside unless you are taking social responsibility serious and being able to help somebody else out and being able to impact somebody else's life. So I want to talk to you today about equality. As we have people coming on, I want to make sure that you share this. Share this with your family. Share it with your friends. If you want to help break down barriers, if you want to help break down walls, I really believe that my experience, I'm 52 years old, I'm 52 years old at the time of this, at the time of this recording. And my experiences is so diverse. It gives me a unique opportunity to talk to people in a way that a lot of people can't really talk to people about without that type of experience and diversity. So all of us that have extreme diverse uh, experiences and We've been able to adapt and overcome in this life. I think it's important that we share that with other people. And then those of you that are gaining experience, those of you that want more experience, I can't tell you how many people reached out to me saying, I want to do more. I want to help more. I want to be educated more. See, what they're doing is they're elevating up that diverse ladder of life to well-round your life. But equality is so critical. But I'm telling you, here today, that equality is going to take guts because there is such a incredible inequality that exists in the USA today and in many parts of the world. And what's happening through this movement, through this unfortunate death of George Floyd and many others at the hands of police brutality, overstepping their authority in these particular cases and not saying that all police, we need police. We got incredible. The majority, the high majority of police, they don't fall into that category. But I'd also say the high majority of police are not properly educated to be able to bridge the gap. So I'm, I'm excited about that opportunity for our law enforcement to be able to get even more educated for all those great law officers out there that want to make a change and do things right. This is the time. This time has brought us and, and the unfortunate death of George Floyd and many others has now brought us to an opportunity to talk about these things like has never existed before on planet Earth, ever. It's never, ever been a time like this when it's, this wide open to talk about. That's why I appreciate social media so much because it's getting 
media out there socially fast. I mean, it's happening right here. It's happening right now. Information is happening right away. So what, do I, what am I talking about today when I'm talking about equality? It takes guts. What inspired me is I'm, I'm watching what's going on like everybody else. I'm watching what's happening in the United States. I'm watching now what's starting to happen globally, different countries. As I started seeing protests taking place in multiple countries impacted by what's going on here, what that tells us is that there are people that are sick and tired of inequality. There are people that are tired of not having equality based upon the color of their skin. Primarily based upon the color of their skin. This time, this moment, it's now, the line has been drawn. You can feel it on the earth. Don't you feel the energy? Don't you feel what's happening on the earth that you must, I must, we must pay attention to what's happening? And I said this on my last broadcast. I said, there hasn't been any major movement of change ever since the days of Martin Luther King Jr. There's been very, very incremental amounts of change. The wide gap of inequality still exists in the USA and many countries abroad. And I believe right now, as a people, we're going to do something about it. That's what I believe. I believe as a people, we're going to come together as a multiracial people. It's going to take everybody to do something about it, to make it better for everybody. You see, the elite few... That this is what's got to happen. The elite few who's created this situation now has to recognize that there has to be an opportunity for everybody to be able to progress or else people are going to protest. And so what we've got to do is we got to have the guts to do it. And we got to have the right communication and we got to have the right information. We got to have the right tools to make the change. That's why this particular platform that I'm speaking on right now, when I'm saying that we must talk, that particular platform of change is absolutely necessary right now. Because of my diverse background, I'm willing to say things that some people just won't say. You see, I can talk to my white family members and my white part of me. Again, I'm going to get it posted hopefully today. I was looking for uh, just a few other pictures. of. I want, I'm going to post a picture of my black grandparents on my dad's side who have some Indian in them. And then I'm going to post a picture of my half white, half Indian grandmother on my mother's side and my white grandfather on my mother's side. I just had one of my cousins send me a picture of my great-great-grandfather and as white as can be. He was from North Carolina. I just found this out the other day, like two days ago. I'm getting, I'm digging more in my history. So I'm, I'm able to see these different backgrounds 
And so here's what's got to happen, because now as the protests are, 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 have been ramping up, and then we had the memorial of George Floyd take, take, it just happened a few days ago, actually yesterday, and then his funeral is going to happen Tuesday. You will see over this weekend, you're going to see a ramping up of more and more and more people speaking and more and more people getting ignited about this. And you got to be willing to have the guts to talk about this. You got to be willing to have the guts to talk about it. And you got to be willing to have the guts with love at the same time. I'm not talking about the guts with hate. I'm talking about having the guts with love. Can you have the guts but stay in a spirit of love at the same time to bridge the gap and not continue to divide even deeper? Can you do that? That's the challenge that we have as people. Can we do that? Can we keep keep our spirit of love as we begin to understand? As when I talk to my white side of me and my white family members and my white friends, as I say, right now, you're going to have to put some work in. Right now, you're going to have to put some work in. What's the work you're going to have to put in? You're going to have to put in the work of empathy. And you're going to have to put in the work of understanding. And you're going to have to put in the work of patience. And you're going to have to put in the work of supreme love like you've never had before. You just got to have enough common sense to understand history. History. You got to understand. In the United States of America, when Columbus discovered America, they began a genocide of the Native American people. It wasn't a cooperation. It was a wipeout. It was an absolute demolishing of incredible precious people of which I've got a huge amount of Cherokee Indian running in my blood. So I'm speaking on behalf of my ancestors when I say that. When I say that, so my white family and friends, you're going to have to bring it. You're going to have to put some work in. I know that it don't, I know that you might not want to talk about it. I know that it might be uncomfortable, but you're going to have to, if you want to make change, you're going to have to. Now on the other side, before I bring this all together to my black, my brown, my minority family and friends you're going to have to put some work in you're going to have to have the guts to put some work in to also be empathetic patient to a certain extent with passion and you're going to have to put some love in you're going to have to So when your white brothers and sisters and family members and friends, when they begin to understand how important it is for equality, and and even if some of them are struggling to to think, man, I'm not racist, I'm not this, when they don't understand the, 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 the discord that you went through, the suppression that the minority population here and globally has went through, you're going to have to put some patience in on both sides and it's about having the guts to put the patience in it's about having guts to get to to be resolved to actually make the change but I'm telling you what the responsibility for my white brothers and sisters now is off the charts I know it 
And guess what? I've got an absolute gang of diversity. I've got to have one of the most multiracial, multiracial circles around me of friends and family members of anybody I know. I'm telling you. And ask all of my multiracial family and friends that are around me, that have been around me for years. I'm talking about for years, for decades. I've kept this incredibly diverse amount of people around me, black, white, brown, right? Asian, Middle Eastern, Indian, Native, it doesn't matter. I just simply love all people. Why? I personally believe that we were all created by a creator and that the creator took out his paintbrush and he did a magnificent job on the canvas called life and brushed all of these different beautiful races of people into existence. And so my love for people shows my love for the creator. You see? How can I disrespect the creator? That's my personal opinion. How can I disrespect the creator of all for having a disrespect for his creation? It, it, it's absolutely asinine when you just stop and think about where did everybody come from? If you believe in creation, we came from two people. And all these colors came from two people. How, how many of us got to, don't we have to stop and think and have common sense to go, okay, two people. Do you know what that means? We are all related, period. So our great, 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 keep on going, great. Grandmother and grandfather was Adam, and her real name was Kua, who people call Eve. That's your great, 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 and keep on, great. Granddaddy, Adam, Adam was his real name. Old granddad, great, 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 great granddaddy, Adam. Keep on going back, greats. And your great, 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 grandma, Kua who people call Eve. That's our greats. If we believe in creation, especially so many people that believe in the scriptures, when you pick it up and you look in the book of Genesis, don't you see that all creation was created by a creator? And the creator said, let us make Man, in our image, both male and female, he created them. If you believe that, if you believe in the, in the Big Bang Theory, then guess what? Pay respect to how it was banged. You see, have some respect for whatever banged how to create it. See, I want to be equal opportunity here. I want to say, all right, if you don't believe in creation, I do. But if you don't have the common sense to have the respect that even if it banged, that, that means something was bang created. 
Does that make sense? If it was Bane created, let me have respect for how it set things up. This is just common sense. So where did all this division come from? Where did all this inequality come from? It came from fear. That's where it came from. It came from a place not of good, but of evil. it cannot come from a place of good if you got hate and division. Cannot. You cannot come from a place of love coming from a place of hate. And as long as you come in from a place of hate, you're going to have inequality and you have every right to be fearful of those that you are suppressing. Eventually, the oppressed is going to rise up and say, I want to be free. That's why in our Constitution, it, when it speaks in our Declaration of Independence, even when it talks about all men were created equal and are given certain unalienable rights. That means you cannot take them away. The pursuit of what? Life. If you suppress people, you're suppressing life. The, the, the pursuit of liberty, that's freedom. If you suppress people, then there's no opportunity for those people to feel free. You should be, fe you should be fearful then. And it says, and the pursuit of happiness. How many of you really how many of us really want to have happiness in our soul? How many of you struggle at times? Think about what's going on with your life. How many of you have struggled at times? You're like, man, you know what? I just, I just want to be happier. How many of you? I want y'all to comment. How many of you would love to be happier? If you would love to be happier, why don't you type in happy, happier? I would love to be happier. Comment on that. Let's blow it up. Talk it. Let's create the energy of happiness around this conversation with all this turmoil going on. We have an opportunity to go grab the energy of happiness and pull it right in here because we're willing to come together to create equality. We're willing to sit here today and hear these words, some of them tough, because what they're doing is just giving us guts. These words, the way I'm presenting them, you can feel my energy. I know you can feel my energy. Why can you feel my energy? Because it's coming from a spirit of real. There's no fake in me. I'd rather die than be fake. But I want that declaration to be here for me, for my family, for my friends, for you. I want you to be able to pursue life with all you've got. I want you to be able to pursue liberty with all you've got. And I want you to be able to pursue the happiness with all you've got. But I'm here to tell you, if you're not willing to have the guts for equality, I'm going to tell you the I'm going to tell you what's the result of that. You're going to have less of a life. You're going to have less liberty. And you're going to have less happiness. You're going, to have, you're going to have less. Because you're not understanding the energy of the document. So what I believe, the problem with our country right now, at the core of our country, the United States of America, what I believe is at the core of it, 
I want to see if my Facebook family can feel me on this. I want to see if we can have the courage, the guts for inequality, for for equality to smash inequality. I want to see if we can have the guts to smash inequality. I want to see if we can have the guts for equality. Somebody's got to talk. How are they going to know unless somebody tell them? The issue, the core, tell me if y'all feel me on this, is the absolute disregard for our Constitution of the United States of America. That's our issue. At the core, every problem you see is the disregard for our Constitution of America. It has been trampled on. It has been pushed aside. And if men and women, black and white, brown, yellow, red, all skin colors, all races in this country come together and say, no more. We are going to stand and we're going to demand, stand and demand those two things that the people that represent us, they must follow and they must follow. And they must follow the Constitution. And they must uphold the Constitution. Because if they upheld the Constitution, and that was trained. See what I mean? Why do we have a problem? What do the police officers swear to uphold? What do the politicians swear to uphold? Why do we have a 20 plus trillion dollar deficit in this country? What do they promise to uphold? They promise to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America. So when a man takes his knee and puts it on the neck of another man, he is disregard to the fullest the Constitution. Why? He's saying, I'm taking this man's life, I'm taking his liberty, and I'm stamping out his happiness. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. And see, if we the people, we... Do you understand what's going on in this country? It's the division of we. See, if you can get all this racism going rampant, you're going to never get a we. The power is in the people and the power is in we. That's why it's absolutely a must that I speak. It's absolutely a must that you speak. That means I got to have the guts. That means you got to have the guts. You got to have the guts. I got to have the guts to be able to call what's right, right, and what's wrong, wrong. And we got to have the guts to be able to heal from these hurts and these pains. See, if I uphold the Constitution and I say all men are created equal, stop, stop right there. All men are created equal. If I get that in my soul, if I get that in my child's soul, if I get that in my household, it's all I got to do. If I make my son understand that all men and women are created equal, all human beings are created equal, period. And son, you are to uphold that and you are to love other people just like you love yourself. It's a great commandment. And you are to respect and honor and you are to make sure my son, that you help elevate other people in their life. Elevate 
other people in their liberty and their freedom. Elevate other people in their pursuit of happiness. My son will have done an honorable thing and lived an honorable life. That's what you got to teach. That's what every person has to go in the mirror today and examine yourself. Examine, you know, you got to be honest with yourself. Do you have some bones, some shreds of racism? Or even, I'm telling you, what matches it real close is jealousy. Jealousy's right there real close with racism. Because that's really like a lot of the root of racism. Coveting. Wanting something that's not yours. That you didn't work for, that you didn't earn. This is, it's, this is extremely critical. How many of y'all think that this message is absolutely necessary, what I'm saying? Am I talking out of my mind? I got to get feedback because I want to know. I need to know if I need to keep going with these messages because this stuff going to keep pouring out of me. I can't hardly sleep. I got inspiration coming out of me left and right. I can't hardly sleep. It's so much downloads I'm getting regarding this particular subject, this particular moment, this particular time. And I'm going to talk about it all if I'm inspired to do it. But I got to feel y'all. If y'all want us these type of messages to keep coming, y'all hit them love buttons left and right. I want to see them love buttons. I want to see them hearts coming up. I want to see them hearts hitting. I want the nation to feel it. I want the world to feel it. If you want this message to keep going, of being able to bring this peace to people, hit that heart button on your screen. Just keep pounding that thing. Hit it for about 15, 20 seconds. Light this board up. To be, if you want this message, if you want us to, because I'll keep talking. Let me tell you what else I'll talk about. Because you know we got black and we got we got black, we got brown, we got minority and we got white. We got that issue we're dealing with. We're dealing with that issue, right? And we're gonna keep pounding and dealing with that issue until we break through. It's not we're not going back. There's no more brooms, no more rugs. We're not sweeping anything else under the rug because those rugs and brooms are gone. Let me tell you what else we're going to keep dealing with. If y'all want to keep it going, y'all want to keep it building, y'all want to really make a change, don't we need to talk about the women's inequality? Don't we need to talk about women's rights and how women have been pressed down? Isn't that something that we must talk about? Don't we need to talk about senior citizen inequality? How our seniors are not properly treated, being pressed down? Don't we need to talk about that? Don't we need to talk about our military veterans not being treated properly, being pressed down? Don't we need to talk about, we must talk about that. Don't we need to talk about, don't we need to talk about animal cruelty? Don't we need to talk about sex trafficking that needs attention? I mean, right now. Don't we need to talk about our Earth's pollution problem? Our oceans polluted, our air polluted, our water, all of these things are polluted. Don't we need it? We must talk about it. And would you love to have a platform? And this platform, if you're ready to go, we'll grow it. I'll take it and push it into where we do broadcast. And we'll have different people like you coming on. We'll make a show out of it. You can come on to the show. Well, we can talk to people about that subject that day and make a difference, and it's safe. And you can have myself there with my diverse background, with my experience, this 52 years coming from hell, a hellish situation, coming up out of poverty, 
My dad shot himself when I was seven. My mom abandoned me when I was eight. And I kept going. I kept adapting. I kept overcoming. I kept bitterness out of my heart when I was called the N-word more times than you can count. I've been discriminated from every shape, form, or fashion. Still kept raising up above it. Still no bitterness in my heart. Still. I got every right to be a racist and be mad as hell at white people. You want to talk about being mad? I got every right. The way I've been treated throughout my life. But how is that not hate? How did I turn that into love? How? How do I turn that into keep having a diverse group of people around me from all walks of life? How was I able to do that? We must talk about that. You need to know about that. You want to remove fear out of your life? Learn to get to the place of internal understanding that I've come to that I can help you with, that we can help each other with. You see? Because there's things in you. I'm telling you. I want everybody to listen to me carefully as we wrap this up. There's things in you. There's greatness in you. There's phenomenalness in you. You're phenomenal. There's awesomeness in you that has been suppressed because of this inequality issue on both sides. On both sides. You can't be, if you're white, you cannot be the best version of you if you're not willing to help smash inequality. If you are black, brown or a minority you cannot be the best version of you unless you help smash inequality and you do it without being bitter you got to embrace the love coming from both sides you got to come from both sides we got to come together man i refuse to be bitter i refuse to be divided i refuse it i refuse it i want love to prevail and it always wins. But guess who's got to make it happen? Because we can have all the faith in the world. We can be like, man, we believe we're going to do it. But if we don't work it, faith without works is dead. You got, We got to work this thing. We got to put in some work. We got to put the work in. Equality, it takes guts. So I'm hoping this message today hits you somewhere in a space. It inspired you somewhere to where you will say, you know what? I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to study. I posted something on my wall today. The CJ McCollum from the Portland Trails Portland Trails Blazers. Portland Trails Trailblazers. CJ McCollum, he talked about the gray challenge. He talked about three things that people that don't understand what's going on and all the hostility and all the pent-up frustration that minorities are having, three things that you can do. And he put together a list of 12 movies that you can watch. I suggest all of us watch all 12. And then we'd be open to talking and learning. And then we have the, the courage, the guts, see there's where it comes, to share. I talked to some of my white family members last night. And they said, you know what? We're kind of we're confused about what to do. We don't know what to do. And they talked about, because we were set, we, literally, this, this is crazy. They talked about, I, sh I showed them my Facebook. You see? I showed them my Facebook page. And then they started talking about their Facebook page. 
See, don't you love the power of the internet where you can share with each other and screen and all this kind of stuff? They start talking to me about what was on my Facebook page and people that were from the minority background, right? And then what was coming up on the white Facebook pages. And it was showing how the division was being created by this media. It's crazy. So we have to come together. That's us to smash this. And they said, you know what? We can feel, I said, well, what you got to do is whatever you can do right now. What can you do? Can you watch those 12 movies? Yes, you can watch those 12 movies. Can you then have a conscious, competent position of understanding? Can you say, I'm going to be understanding. I'm going to do my best to be empathetic to what I'm seeing. I won't put myself, as a matter of fact, when you watch it, as a white person, put yourself in the position. Pick out a character. Pick out the character that's going through the toughest time in the movie and say, what if that was me? And then what would I want? This is the big one. I'm done. What would I want my future generations to do in my memory with this oppression? And I'm talking about some of it is absolute. It's hard to watch some of it. You got to, but you got to have the courage to watch it. I've had some people go, I don't want to watch this. It's just too hard on me to see the people treated that way. Guess what? You got to put some work in. You got to watch it. So you will understand. You got to embrace it. You got to say, what if it was me? The least for that person that died that way in some of these ways that these people have died, these people that have been hung, that have been whipped to death, that have their toes cut off, have their fingers cut off, have their testicles cut off. What the least price that you can pay is learn about what they went through. That's the least you can do. That's the least I can do. That way I can get a, a disposition of understanding, you see. I can, all of a sudden, I can say, listen, I understand so that when a person's frustrated and then they're upset and then they're protesting, I can understand why they're so adamant about what they're saying. Because if that was me that, ha that happened to what would I want my future generations to do for me? I want them to live an honorable life and make a stand and have courage and make a change. I would not want my future generations to continue to go through the same thing. That's why we're here. Hopefully you got a little inspiration today to get some guts, some guts for equality. Because I'm making a vow with you right here today. I'm, I'm willing to have the guts, no matter what the cost is, to stand, especially for our wonderful Constitution of the United States of America. It's calling us. It's screaming out. The blood of people that died on the field are screaming out to us. Make a stand. Don't let us have died in vain. Make a stand right now. I love all of you with all I got. That's why I'm here pouring out. I ain't charging. I'm not getting, I'm not getting them one dime from this. This is straight out of my heart. This is straight out of my responsibility socially to do the best I can do to tear down these bridges. I should say tear down these walls and then build these bridges. Tear down the walls, build the bridges. I love y'all. Share this with as many people as you can if you have the guts. Do you have the guts to share this message? with people on your wall because if they hear it it's going to press some buttons and maybe make a change in their life 
I'll be doing another one or two of these next week. I love you guys. See you soon. Bye-bye.